One thing I never ran about is uh, what, looking at my my column there, usually on Sundays in the early part of the week, from uh, my good friend Todd Dewey, who does a fantastic job covering the betting scene here in Las Vegas, reporting on everything from the Raiders to the betting and the sports books and all that stuff. A lot of mutual acquaintances that we have. But more importantly, it could be a Pulp Fiction Fest today when we have Todd Dewey on. Because there could be line after line after line. We could do this all day. Isn't that right, my friend? Exactly. And what do they put on those French fries? Huh? What do they put on those French fries over there in Holland? In Amsterdam? Check out the brain on TC. <laughs> What's going on, Flock of Seagulls? <laughs> I don't recall asking you a thing. Yeah, no, yeah, we could go on and on with all kinds of movies. No, thanks for having me on, TC. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. Always good to have you on. Actually, and uh, it, no truth to the rumor that Todd Dewey does endorse Kahuna Burger. That's right, no doubt. Now, I, a lot of people actually thought that Kahuna Burger was a real thing. Todd, did did you know that that it, it's not? Yeah, I didn't know if the big Kahuna Burger was a California thing or not, but my wife's vegetarian, so pretty makes pretty much makes me a vegetarian. <laughs> that's a, that's no good, man. Give this man a pack of red apples. That's that's a, a tasty do. burger. There you go. All right, man. Hey, uh, great stuff. Always uh, love uh, reading your stuff there. And again, you know, we have a lot of the same sports book directors uh, that we talk to that I have on the show, and then and you talk to on a regular basis as well too. And uh, it just seems like there's uh, always something to talk about here, Todd, right? Especially during football season, you know, because we're handicapping the games. We're looking at this. But, you know, when it comes time to dive in to see and like, okay, you know, who who got crushed at the books or who had this uh, ridiculous uh, ticket uh, cashed? Uh, you're the guy for that, man. Uh, just talk a little bit about how you go and you do your prep work. You know, when it comes to that, because I know a lot of people love hearing about the guys that either make a lot of money or lose a lot of money. Yeah, no, thanks for reading, TC. And yeah, everyone likes to read about those big parlays, or a lot of people like to read about those big, crazy parlays that hit, like this weekend. Uh, it's the one guy at FanDuel uh, and the one guy at DraftKings, uh, 10 bucks to 185 grand on the four team first touchdown score of parlay going crazy when uh, Dalton Schultz got that last one. But, you know, we, for that, for instance, we saw that on social media, but then we'll, uh, you know, either the book, if the book puts it out, you know, they're confirming it themselves or we'll go ahead and uh, call the, the bookmakers to confirm those bets uh, personally. And also, you know, I'm calling these guys uh, before the weekend to see where all the action is and all the big bets and anything interesting. And then call them on Sunday night after all the games and, you know, try to find out if there are any interesting big bets or parlays or talk about the bad beats and uh, just w what the biggest decisions were for the books. And yeah, as you know, it's just nonstop. Every day there's something to bet on. And so it's pretty interesting. There's always something that pops up. So were you always a, a big better yourself uh, when you when you got this beat? And, and talk a little bit about that. Uh, my family was always, you know, I'm from back east, Boston area. My family always played cards and we went to the track. So kind of a family of gamblers. And then when I was in high school, probably like a lot of other people, 
you know, a friend of mine's dad was, well, maybe not everyone had a friend's dad that was a bookie, right. but my buddy in high school, his dad was a bookie, and, you know, we were bringing, like, parlay cards into school, <laughs> and, yeah, well, the first time I saw, I, I always just was uh, fascinated and attracted to the lights and the action at the track or the trip to Vegas, uh, and, uh, you know, just seeing how he picked four games and 10-to-1 uh, odds here, and, and then once I got out of high school, uh, we were we were betting with my uh, buddy's dad, the bookie, and had to learn the hard way. And <laughs> went to college, and you know I'd let people know that I have a bookie, and you know so so yeah, I was always into it. I'm not not a big better, but uh, I was always uh, I was always a better and uh, attracted to it. And then uh, when I got the job at the Review Journal, I, I've covered pretty much everything there, everything that comes to town from. The Wranglers, 51s before they were the Aviators, uh, UNLV football. And I would help back up Matt Humans when he was at the RJ as the betting writer. And when he moved over to VEASAN, they offered me the position, and uh, Matt recommended me for it. And uh, I was more than happy to, to jump at that, so it's been a lot of fun. And then, then gambling got legalized across the country, and everything just exploded uh, in the past five years that I've been covering it. No, that's uh, that's great. And it seems like uh, yeah, I know it's not true because you're East Coast guys, a West Coast guy. Sounds like we went to the same high school. That's what it sounds like because <laughs> we were doing the same thing. I mean, science yeah, class. Sure I don't know. Yeah. Let me tell you this: when I was in science class, I had this this uh, teacher, uh, Doc Williams, and I was never crazy about science at all, right? But. Uh, Doc Williams would have the San Francisco Chronicle green sheet tucked away on his little desk there underneath his little, whatever they call it, modular stethoscope. I don't know, you know, what, I don't even know what the tele, <laughs> where those things are, whatever, right? And he, and he had the racing form right there. Uh, what was happening at Golden Gate? And I would take that bad boy and I had spent my science class circling winners at the track at Golden Gate Fields, Todd. How about that? There you go. <laughs> did that help you get extra credit? Yeah, absolutely. I passed that class. I don't know how I passed that class, but I did. You know, hey, 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 Doc, you, you're gonna want the you know the three five in this exacta coming up. Okay, let me let me see if I can get a bet down. There you go. This guy's like yeah, seventy years thing. old. We went to yeah. Rock, Rockingham Racetrack, is what it was called, <laughs> right. in between uh, New Hampshire and Boston. And yeah, we called up uh, Big Pete was his name, my buddy's dad, because uh, uh, his son was Little Pete. Yeah. So yeah, Big Pete. Right? Hey, Miss Frank, Miss Big Pete, who, who do you like? Uh, I like the four horse in the seventh race, Todd, and we'd all drive down there and pool our, uh, you know, 50 bucks or something, and we never did seem to win on those. It's funny because, yeah, the same thing like with the parlay cards. So it's funny because I just got a, a Facebook friend request from someone last week that I didn't really recognize, right? And it was a, a girl that I went to high school with. And so then I accepted her friend request, saw that we had mutual friends, and saw she went to the same high school I did, right? And then it, it, she reaches out and she goes, oh my God, so good to connect with you. I remember you teaching me how to bet football when we were sophomores in high school. I go, that's my girl. There you go. <laughs> is she doing okay? Hopefully, teaching. she's doing good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, her picture is like, I mean, I think she's look, she looks pretty wealthy. Unless she married uh, into some wealth or something, I think she did pretty good for herself, Todd. So there you go. Wow, maybe you deserve a cut of that. There you go. Thank you very little for that. All right. All right, man. Mattress Mac, our good friend. You and I talk about him a lot because, yeah, I've known Mac a while. You've interviewed Mac and that sort of thing. Uh, well, we, we know that Mac was pretty busy here the last weekend and then going back to the NCAA, the college football championship game. And I believe the numbers were Mac had like three million on TCU. That didn't work out too well for him. 
Um, and then Mac uh, was yelling at Dak Prescott, uh, I, I believe, right? Because he went, what, $2 million on the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, I'm going to get Mac back on the show here very, very soon here. But uh, uh, g- give me some takes uh, about Mattress Mac and then uh, uh, these two bets, because I know that you wrote about it. Yeah, um, sorry, TC. Uh, that was classic. Yeah. Hey, was, I mean, were we were you outside of the the Hawthorne Grill there? I mean, we're, we're filming Pulp Fiction too. I mean, that was great. We got some some sounds, some sirens, whistles. Full disclosure: I'm heading to my daughter's school right now to pick her up, and people are honking the horn at the cat behind. <laughs> no, they're no, they're honking to Utah, Dewey. That's what they're doing, and you're sitting there on the phone talking betting in an elementary school. That's my guy. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think. I know Mattress Mac had been on a big losing streak, like a $25 million slide <laughs> until he finally uh, won like 10 mil on Kansas back to win the, the national title, the NCAA tournament, and then lost a couple mil at the Derby. But then, of course, with the record breaking, what, 75 million on the Astros, he wins. But now he's lost 5 million, like you said, 3 million on TCU. Two million on the Cowboys. So all told, you know, he's still up like fifty mil, so not doing too bad. It's nice when you can just say, you know, oh, I lost a two two mil here, just a couple mil there. But um yeah, I saw that video that he was uh telling Dak Prescott if he if he just gets a Tempurpedic uh, mattress <laughs> at his place, the results might be different next time. <laughs> Let's hear from our good friend funny. Mattress Mac what Todd's talking about. Hit that. Hey, Dak, Mattress Mac here. I just lost two million. But I got some advice for you. Get rid of that sleep number mattress and get a Tempur-Pedic. You'll get much better results. There it is. That's our guy, man. <laughs> Speaking right from the, a- the bowels of gallery furniture where, where you and I both have been there. Yeah, yeah. They sent me down when he started doing all these big hedge bets, you know, that everyone probably knows by now or you. Or, you know, buy 3,000 or more furniture, get your money back if the Astros or whoever else wins. And then, uh, you know, and then he bets big on that team to cover his potential losses. Yeah, so they sent me down there when he lost a bunch of money on the Astros a few years back. And, yeah, he, he's just a force of nature and a classic American character. And uh that place itself, he has all these great, sayings all over the place uh, you know he's a great humanitarian too during natural disasters opening his store up to everybody and one of the things i like now that's probably good for him uh he likes to say what a setback is just a setup for a comeback that's a classic <laughs> that is oh he's got a lot of classic lines you know no no question about it and again like uh he always says he goes hey uh my wife thinks i got a gambling problem i said no i don't honey i got a promotions problem <laughs> that's what exactly. He, that's yeah, what. so I'm sure. Just waiting to hear. I don't know if he has. I haven't seen anything for this week, but uh, you guarantee he's going to have a big Super Bowl bet. I was thinking about how he lost 9.5 mil in the Bengals last year because he took him on the money line. If he had only taken him straight up, he could have covered the spread and then collected all the money from. Uh, you know, the sales on the promotion, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's Mac though. You know, he's like, go big or go home. I mean, he, he's, he, he's a money line. He loves that money line dog play. You know, he loves that. Doesn't really like taking, 
taking the points, even though he had, you know, TCU and the points, but he also, like I said, he went out on the, on the limit for the money line and we know that uh-huh. didn't work out too well for him. But yeah, it sounded like he, he wasn't even bothering with the Cowboys at plus four against San Francisco. He was all money line on that. So it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll reach out to him and, and probably, uh, definitely have him on, uh, you know, before the Super Bowl. But as you know, it seems like a lot of his bets aside from the Super Bowl, especially these type of things, um, you know, are, are regional bets. I mean, he wants to, to, to back the Texas team, you know, whether it's basketball or, or football or whatever. And then, you know, once we get to the final four, that sort of thing, then, you know, he'll go. He'll go off like he we had Kansas last year, and like you said, he always has a Super Bowl bet. So, yeah, and oh, you know, you he also you know he bets a lot in Louisiana and Colorado and some of these other places, but he does come to Vegas once in a while and, and make these bets. And I, and I know uh, Todd, you were aware that when he came to pick up some of his Astros uh, w- wagers, he didn't have. According to him, he told me he goes, "Well, he goes, I'll be coming to Vegas because I'll, I'm picking up a little bit, you know, uh, <laughs> there, uh, there from the people at the win." And then next thing we know, about four days later, after I saw him, he's like, "He's arriving here in a plane." And you know, there's that 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 scene where we got the wheelbarrow full of money. That sounds like it's a little bit more than just a little something, something, right? <laughs> yeah, it's because you know it's a national book. He, he was able to get most of the money uh, that he bet elsewhere from the books out here. Anyways, yeah, unbelievable that he's got classic promoter wheeling the wheelbarrow full of ten million dollars or whatever it was. And I know that he does have a uh, three point something million on Houston, the Houston Cougars to win it all to win thirty something million already. Oh yeah. See, and that makes perfect sense too. And the Cougars are playing lights out basketball uh, despite uh, losing to Tulane uh, last week. Uh so Todd Dewey joins us from the uh from the RJ. All right, uh, talk a little bit about that wager you mentioned, uh Todd. The guy bet five bucks on a in a prop bet and it was to score the first touchdowns of uh those games last week. Five bucks net in my believe what seventy two thousand eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then uh later Monday uh DraftKings posted that they had a a, a guy hit the same bet they had a video to go with the $5 better, which is pretty cool. Seeing him going crazy as uh Schultz got that touchdown for the Cowboys. But, but then, uh, a DraftKings better hit the same exact parlay, $10 to win 185,000. So parlayed the four divisional playoff games, first touchdown scorer in each one. So it was Travis Kelsey at about six to one odds. And then, um, uh, Dallas Goddard at 12 to one. And, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you had Jamar Chase. At like nine to one, and then uh, Schultz was the last one at uh, like sixteen to one. Wow! Uh, yeah, amazing. What is the, the if you can pinpoint one? It's probably impossible to do. Maybe the craziest you know betting story that you've heard while you've been covering this. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Of them, really, I remember someone hit a two team parlay of the exact scores in each. Um, I think it was Championship Sunday, yeah, and each conference championship, a parlay of the exact score in each game, which paid a lot. Or I remember when uh, the Patriots-Rams, someone bet over at the South Point, won 100,000 on the Rams to score exactly three points when the Patriots beat them 13-3. to Wow. And wow. just so many of uh, these I think, what was it, the Ryder Cup a few years ago? Remember that guy had the parlay of every single match he called? You know, they're going to win. This, right. this one's going to be a draw. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just amazing how many of these uh, crazy parlays hit. But, of course, you know, 
millions that don't get reported that lose, as we well know. <laughs> right, right, no doubt. All right, so what's your gut feeling this weekend as we do a look ahead here, and we've got uh, arguably the four best teams left, and we've got uh, point spreads that I think is, you know, until this line moved up with Kansas, uh, rather Cincinnati three over the Chiefs, it opened a pick. And I think we've had the, you know, they're the closest lines that we've seen of the two games combined, uh, for a championship Sunday here. I mean, you can make the case that you're going to get some pretty good two way action on both these games, especially the Niners and the Eagles game. Yeah. I can't remember the last time, if ever, there's been two conference championships with less than a field goal on a spread on each of them. I saw earlier today that, uh, yeah, the Chiefs opened as high as three. Uh, three-point favorites, and then it swung all the ways to the Bengals by two and a half today. I saw it just tick back down to one and a half. And so, I mean, the Bengals look so good. And, of course, with Pat Mahomes hobbled to a certain extent, we don't know how bad, but you know he'll play, but it won't be at 100%. And the Bengals have beaten them three straight times. So I'm sure that's why everyone's jumping on the Bengals and and like, yeah, you said the Eagles don't put that one and that one went up to two and a half, kind of the same deal where people bet on what they saw last and, and the Eagles dominated the Giants, couldn't look much better. And, uh, the Niners, you know, had a kind of defensive struggle, uh, win over the Cowboys that they could have easily lost that one. So, so yeah, both of them just kind of toss ups right now. Uh, I'm kind of leaning, uh, Bengals and Niners, but. Uh, not real strong opinion there. I mean, you? you're going, you're going back to the uh, old school Super Bowl there right? with my friend uh, Danny Buns and the stop. That's what you're going, you know, with, you know, Kenny Anderson, you know, Chris Collins. Yeah, way back. And then, and then also Boomer Esiason in Montana when Montana had the classic uh, game winning drive at the end. Uh, yes. In 89, in 89, right? And, John Taylor uh, touchdown, I believe, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was happy to see it, but I did have the Niners, I believe, given like six and a half. And so they didn't cover the spread. They won by four, although it was a great comeback. You know, I, I like the Niners in, in this spot. I do. I think that, uh, you know, obviously Philadelphia is the home team, the number one seed, so they are going to be favored. But, you know, you, you had the look ahead line going back, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago and the Niners were like a one, one and a half point favorite. And I, I don't know what the Niners have done to, to flip people's minds going the opposite way here. I mean, they beat probably the Dallas Cowboys who, you know, have probably the best defense the Niners have seen so far this year. And I think so many people are thinking that Brock Purdy is going to revert to, you know, mm-hmm. to Iowa State Brock Purdy, even though he's pretty good. Uh, you know, in UNLV fans saw that. Remember when Iowa State and Brock Purdy, you know, came here to Allegiant Stadium, you know, a couple seasons ago. But I, I like, uh, I do like the Niners in this spot. The other game I'm kind of going back and forth with, but for me, it, you know, I know that the Bengals have won the last three games against the Chiefs, but in all of those games, especially the, the last two, Todd, the championship game last year and then the game earlier this year, both identical scores, 27-24 victories for the Bengals. The Chiefs had those games and basically made a mistake on their last possession to give Cincinnati the ball and the eventually game-winning drive uh, for them to get that. So I think, you know, if Mahomes is is maybe anywhere like, you know, 70%. I think I'm on the Chiefs, and I'm, and I'm hoping that the line does stay up. I don't think it will, because I think word will get out as the week progresses that, you know, he's healthy and he's going to be good. So slight lean for me to the Chiefs. I think they, they break the spell. They're at home, 
And uh, I'm just waiting for, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals line to kind of revert back to what we saw last year where Burrow was sacked so many times, even though they went to the Super Bowl and everything. I mean, he was on his back quite a bit, but we haven't really seen that, you know, the last few weeks with Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, that's why sharp guys, uh, a lot of sharp guys are on the Bills' uh, lower numbers last week. They thought that the you know too many injuries on the old line with three yeah. starters out for the Bengals and Burrow wouldn't have time to throw. But it was the it was the opposite of that actually, as we all saw. Uh, so it didn't seem to affect them against the Bills and Chiefs' defense isn't as tough. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me uh, any of the results. Really, and uh, so it should make for a great championship Sunday. Just total uh, kind of toss-ups here. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, my friend. Well, we will let you uh, uh, get back to uh, to uh, daddy duty there in the school, and uh, uh, hopefully you didn't upset anybody. You know, while, while you were on the phone there, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad those people were not honking at you. That's you know. yeah, that was the guy behind me. So. <laughs> hey, Thanks, talk, great, great. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you again, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, take care, bud. There you go. Have a $5 shake, my friend. There you go. Todd Dewey. Him and I, we sit in the press box. They like the Raider games. And it's just, it, it turns to Pulp Fiction. You got to like that.